0: Hey, what's up? We're Brave Youth, a youth movement happening all across Miami, starting at our home, Brave Church. Thanks for checking out our podcast. We can't wait to see how God's going to use it to change your life. Enjoy the message. So we're going to see what happens, but hey, welcome. If you are new here, my name is Pastor Darrison, and, um, and we just love making church fun. Okay, We believe that, that church should be the most fun place uh, to go on a Wednesday night or a Friday night or a Sunday morning. Um, so we like to, to dress up in different colors and act a fool all the time. Come on, somebody say amen. Amen. Hey, and I'm so glad that you guys are here. Um, Like I said, you guys are our MVPs and our VIPs, okay? So uh, get ready. Uh, And and listen, if you are not signed up for camp, okay, what are you doing with your life? Uh, Some of you guys are like, what is camp? Okay, what is camp? Camp is this on like crazy, crazy steroids, okay? And we do it for an entire week long. It's absolutely insane. We have some amazing worship guests. We have some amazing guest speakers that are going to be joining us. Um, but really quickly, for just, for just 10 minutes today, I want to talk to you guys. Is that all right? Come on, can I talk to you guys? Come on, who wants to hear from Jesus tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I got a message for you titled, You Are Not Alone. You are not alone. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're not alone. Man, how many of you know sometimes in this life we can feel like we are fighting a battle alone. We can feel like we are going through some warfare alone. But God brought me here to tell you today that you're not alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And today I want to read you guys a scripture um, in the Bible, one of the greatest examples of a person that felt like he was alone, but he had some homies around him that picked him up and carried him to Jesus. I want to ask you today, do you have people in your life that when you get knocked down, when you feel like you're paralyzed, when you feel like you're weak, will carry you back to Jesus? Because a lot of times in our lives, right, we can walk into our schools, We can walk into our families. We can walk outside of these doors, back into our normal life, and we can feel like we are all alone. But really, we just haven't surrounded ourselves with people of faith, right? That's why this room is so important to be in, because this is a room of faith. This is a room that you can walk into, and even when you don't feel like you have enough faith, you can borrow somebody's faith in this room. Can I get an amen from somebody in the room tonight? Yeah, yeah, I need some people filled with faith tonight because I feel like there are some people that walked in here and their faith is dry and their faith has run out. But I want you to know that there are people in this room that came at 630 to stir up the atmosphere of faith so that you don't have to walk in here feeling like you're alone, but you know that you're not alone in this fight. No, no, no. you're not alone in this fight. And it says this in Luke 5, 18 to 20. Some men took a man who was not able to move his body to Jesus. He was carried on a bed. They looked for a way to take the man into the house where Jesus was. But they couldn't find a way to take him because there were so many people. You see, the thing about this house is it was packed to capacity. Why was it packed to capacity? Not because there was cool lights. No, no, they didn't even have lights. Not because there was a cool worship team. No, because there was just Jesus. I want to separate from this message a little bit, man. I never want to get away from the presence of Jesus. Because I love in this story, where Jesus is, people are. Where Jesus is, people want to be. When was the last time that you've ever seen a church where there are people packed so tightly that people can't even get in the building? Man, I would love for brave youth to be a place that get this. We have to move to multiple services because we can't contain how many teenagers are in this room. How crazy would that be? I've never seen a youth group in my entire life have to have to change up their schedule and have to move to different services because there were so many people desperate to see Jesus. See, that's exactly what's happening in this verse. And, and, and they couldn't get in because it was packed so tightly. There was no room to move around. How many claustrophobic people are, raise your hand, raise your hand. Now put it down. All of you guys would be dead, okay? Like you would just die on the floor because it, it was packed that tightly. And so they pick up this man and they try to bring him to Jesus. And I love what they did. So They couldn't find a way to take him in because there were so many people. So what did they do? They made a hole in the roof over where Jesus stood. And then they let the bed with the sick man down on it before Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, everybody say their faith. He said to the man, friend, your sins are forgiven. You see, I love this picture of of these friends that picked up this paralyzed man. How many of you have ever felt like you've been paralyzed in your life before? Maybe not physically, but maybe spiritually, maybe mentally, maybe just your spirit is low. Maybe you walk into your school and you're just like, man, I feel like I can't make it another day. I love what these friends did because this man gave up trying to get to Jesus. But these men said, hey, even though you have given up, I'm not giving up on you. And I'm going to make sure that your miracle happens and I'm going to make sure that you receive your breakthrough. It was their faith. It was their faith. What if I told you that it wasn't your faith that got you to this room tonight, but it was the faith of the people that were praying for you before you were even born? Oh, man, what have I told you that it was their faith, the faith of your family, the faith of your abuela, the faith of the person that said, you know what, I know one day they're going to come to Jesus. It may not be right now. They may be paralyzed, but I'm not going to give up on them and their faith. Have you ever thought about that before? Like, what if your faith meant something more than just for yourself? What if it was your faith that could unlock somebody else's faith in your classroom? What if it was your faith that could unlock somebody else's breakthrough and miracle for somebody that feels like they're paralyzed walking around your school? Yeah, like, like when was the last time that you saw somebody sitting at the table alone? And you said, you know what? I'm going to increase my faith today because they look down and so I'm going to go share some faith. I'm going to lend out my faith. I'm going to let this guy borrow some faith today because it looks like he can't make it, but I know that I have enough faith inside of me to share with another person. You see, that's exactly what these four men did. They saw somebody who didn't have enough faith and they said, hey man, you are not alone. I'm going to make sure that you get to Jesus. That's why I want to tell you today why it's so important for you to fight for your friends. Why do we tell you to to invite your friends to Brave Youth? Is it because we want to fill the seats? No, 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 it's not. But it's because we believe that you have the power to unlock somebody's salvation, (laughs) to unlock somebody else's faith. Come on, somebody say you're not alone. Turn to your neighbor and say you're not alone. Yeah, you might be in this room tonight. You might be like, man, I feel like I'm alone right now. Man, I feel like I can't make it right now. I want you to know that there is enough faith stirred up in this building that if you would just reach out to Jesus, he is already here in this room tonight and he wants to give you some faith so that you can know that you're not alone in this fight. Yeah, so often, so often, like as a teenager especially, you can feel like, man, like nobody hears me. Man, nobody, nobody sees me. Man, man, nobody cares about me. I love Jesus because even when nobody else is physically around, his presence is everywhere. You can find him in the darkest place. You can find him in the lightest place. You can find him in the middle where you're not sure if you need to go back or you need to go forward. But Jesus is everywhere. It's just how much you choose to have faith enough to believe in him. It's just how much you choose to surround yourself with people that have faith. Man, what kind of people are you hanging out with at school? Is it the kind of people that walk past you when you feel paralyzed and and say, you know what, your life isn't as important to mine, so I'm going to get to Jesus, but I'm going to let you stay there. Think about it like this. There were so many people in this house that had to walk past this man to get to Jesus. Isn't it incredible that this house was packed to capacity, all of them looking for a selfish kind of faith? Saying, hey, your needs are not as important as mine, and so I'm going to go at this thing alone. But what these four friends saw for this man is as they walked past this man, they said, man, he can't get to Jesus. It doesn't even look like he wants to get to Jesus. There's no possible way that he could actually reach Jesus. So what we're going to do is we're going to pick him up. We're going to make sure that my faith is not about myself, but my faith is to be shared with every single person, nation, and tongue, because that's what Jesus has called us to do is make disciples. What are you doing when you ask your friends to come to church? Guess what? You're making disciples. That's exactly what Jesus said in the Bible. He said, go and make disciples in all the ends of the earth. Guess what? That even means the person that is your enemy. That means that the person that has talked bad about you, that means the person that you don't like that much, that's the person you're supposed to be going after. Yeah, the person that you think, oh, man, he's way too bad for Jesus. I love walking into high school. Because most times when I walk into high school, I, I know the people at that high school, otherwise they'd just be weird, like, dude, why are you going to a high school, you know what I'm saying? But I love going into high school, and, and people walk me around. I remember one time I was walking around with, with some, some kids, and, and I walked up, and I was like, hey, have you invited that person to, to church before? They looked at me, they said, do you know that person, okay? Do you know what he has done And I love it because they act like there is a distance away from Jesus that there is no longer a reconciliation that can be made. I love it because that's the person that Jesus is looking for. Yeah, yeah. Like, think about where you came from. Okay? Like, ain't nobody perfect in this room. Like if I saw you in your past life and I was like, oh man, there is no way that person is going to get to Jesus. So I'm going to keep on walking. You wouldn't be in this room right now. There are people that, that said, you know what, they are worth my time even though they're so far away from Jesus. I am going to share some faith. I am going to pray. I am going to be diligent. I'm going to give them an invite. That's why we invite people to church that are so far away from Jesus, because there is no person too far away from Jesus that he cannot reach, that he cannot touch, that he cannot minister to, that he cannot reveal his love to. Come on, somebody say, you're not alone. Did you know that there's power in unity? And the enemy hates when the church and Christians are unified constantly he is trying to crush and crumble the unity of people in this room i came to tell you that in unity there is power in unity there is hope and in unity there is authority that cannot be broken by any devil or enemy or stronghold or war or battle no 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 because when we are unified all of a sudden there's nothing that we cannot do that's what these four people knew as they said hey If we can work together, all five of us, to get him on the roof, then guess what? He can get his breakthrough. Man, I believe that there are some of you in this room that maybe you came to church not expecting that you needed a breakthrough, but as God has begun to minister to your heart even right now, you've realized, man, there's a breakthrough that I need, but I don't feel like I'm good enough to get to Jesus. Guess what? You don't have to be good enough to get to Jesus. As a matter of fact, you never will be good enough to get to Jesus. But all you have to do is surround yourself with people of faith that say, you know what? I see the value in him. I see the value in her, and I'm going to carry them to Jesus. Come on, with every head bowed and every eye closed, in a few minutes we're going to go outside and we're going to play some games. But, man, I just feel it in my spirit right now. Some of you might have walked in this place feeling like you're paralyzed. Some of you might have walked in feeling like you're weak. Some of you might even walked in feeling like you're unqualified. And as I've been preaching, you're saying, yeah, that's not for me because I'll never be good enough. I'll never be like that person. I'll never be like her. I'll never be like him. I'll never be like the kids that stand up here in the mosh pit. I want you to know tonight that there is a Jesus that came to die for you. Not just for humanity, but specifically for you. And when he hung on the cross and he died, he was thinking of your name. And he was thinking of this moment. And he was thinking of the encounter that was about to happen right now. Yeah. He was thinking of you. Saying you are my son and you are my daughter and you are qualified and you are worthy and you are loved and you are everything that I've called you to be. All you have to do is reach out your hand. If you can't reach out your hand because you're paralyzed, then guess what? Just borrow some faith from somebody tonight. Because I promise you there's enough faith in this room to go around for you. So if that's you and you say, man, I just feel like I'm paralyzed, man, I just feel like I can't make it, man, I just feel like I'm down right now. Come on, on the count of three, I want you to raise your hand in boldness. Nobody's looking around. Everybody's eyes are closed. But if you're saying, man, I just feel like I am in a battle and I need some people that can surround me to fight with me so that I can know that I'm not alone. One, two, three. If that's you, raise your hand. Come on, all across this room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All across this room. We're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to do something a little bit different. Just like those four friends who carried that one person back to Jesus. Here's what we're going to do. Okay, we're going to circle up in our, in our, in our circles, guys with guys, girls with girls. If we can make like a blue circle of girls, blue circle of guys, blue circle of girls for green and, and, and all that. Uh, captains, if you guys could help me with that. We're just going to pray for each other. Come on, we're going to borrow some faith and we're going to say, man, I believe that your breakthrough is coming. I believe that the miracle of Jesus on your life is right here and God is going to snatch your heart. So really quickly, can we just get some, some light music over the top of this right now? Jesus, right now as we begin to pray, God, I pray that you would unlock a blessing on somebody's life, that you would unlock a miracle on somebody's life, that you would unlock a purpose and a plan on somebody's life. Leaders, if you guys could lead out in this moment right now come on, we're praying for breakthrough. There are some of you that just need to tear through the roof so that you can see a glimpse of Jesus, and I believe that he's going to reveal himself to you right now. So if that's you all across this room, if you raise your hand, then I want you to be vulnerable. These are people that you can trust. These are people that you can uh, uh, hope for. Come on, let's carry some people back to Jesus right now. Yeah. Dear Jesus, we just pray right now, God, and we ask that you would come Renew our hearts, Jesus. Renew our strength, God. We might feel like we're paralyzed, God, but I pray right now, Lord, that you would come, that you would reveal your face to us. In Jesus' mighty name, and everybody said, amen. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you like this message, hit subscribe and stay connected by visiting us at brave.guide. We'll see you next time. And remember, no turning back. The best is yet to come.